0: Child, your presence, we respond to your great love. Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God Presented from the Lighthouse Chapel International This rich teaching provides clear and straightforward answers For everyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God reverend samuel sawyer is an anointed man of god with a special grace for teaching the word of god and a unique passion for building people and positively transforming lives he is currently the resident head pastor of the lci rose of sharon cathedral Accra, ghana enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teaching as thoughts in the lighthouse chapel international We belong.
1: Father, we thank you. I will bless your holy name. Speak to us and let your will be done. Have mercy on us. Heal us. Deliver us. Comfort us. Instruct us. Speak to the Lord wherever you are. The presence of God is here. Focus on the goodness of God. Focus on the mercy of God. Focus on the love of God. In Jesus' name. Put together. You may take your seats. Tend to someone to say, You are welcome. Well, it's 12:30. 1230, 1230, um, it's time to share the word of God. I don't think I'll be preaching for a long time. I think I just want to share as the Lord lays on my heart. A message I shared in the first service and I also shared it in the second service. And I believe I want to share it for this service. Amen. Is it good to share the word of God? It's in the month of July. It's the month of evangelism. Um, it looks like um, the word I say is the model church. The model church, I'm speaking about the model church. Wherever you are, I want you to turn your ears and to prepare your hearts and to believe that God has a word for you. Say, God has a word for me. Hey, do you believe that God has a word for you? Are you sure? Do you believe that this morning God wants to speak to you? Then I want you to open your heart. My pastor said something some time ago and I believe. He said, when we are worshipping, we are ministering to God. When it's preaching time, God is ministering to us. So I don't want any of you to miss the worship time. Because worship time, we are what? Ministering to God. It means that the people who lead in worship, they are the most important people during the service. Do you understand? Because we are ministering to God And I want you to be around If you don't know the song, learn the song We're going to make sure the songs that we sing They are on the projector Natasha is you not know, also We should sing a song that we can also see Not that we are singing, only a few people are singing And then the rest of us, we are spectators This is no World Cup where we came to watch Neymar, and um, who did we go and watch? Sua- oh, Suarez, Messi, Messi, Lionel Messi. Yes, this is not a World Cup. Tell us, the church is not World Cup. Where you go and watch a few people? Oh, I can't. Use- Tell us, the church is not World Cup. Where you go and watch a few people on the stadium? You know, the Bible says in John chapter four, Jesus was speaking to the woman at the well of Samaria, and said, "The time has come for true worshippers to worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him." Tell somebody God is looking for you. Do you know why God is looking for you? God is looking for somebody to worship Him. Amen. As we speak about the mega, I said the mega church, uh, the model church. I want to share with you just a few scriptures and then that will form the foundation of what I will, I will say. So we'll read Acts chapter 1, verse 6, 7, and 8. We'll read um, uh, Mark chapter 16, verse um, 15. We'll read uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse um, 16 also. And we will read Acts chapter 8. And uh, we'll emphasize a few verses, maybe verse 8 Maybe verse 12 of Acts chapter 8 So the very first scripture, we'll just read the scriptures very quickly Have them in your, in your notes Come to church with a notebook, come to church with a Bible I'm not speaking for a long time My cry and my prayer is that this morning You would arise from here With a strong sense of identity. everybody say identity. A lot of Christians, they don't know who they are. They don't know. They don't know who they are. Lots of Christians don't know who they are. They, they think they are just um, some good people who go to church. Or a lot of Christians assume that they go to church because of something that they want. And I have seen it as a pastor for some time. People are in church, they want to get married, they quickly join a church. Who have seen it before? They quickly join the church, they register, they write their name, they appear close, they move around. The next time I realize we announce they are going to get married, they do marriage counseling, we make sure everybody comes to the marriage, and then what happens? After the marriage, you don't see them again. But thank God you got married and you are here. Put your hands together for yourself. All those who got married and you are here, may the Lord continue to bless you, and may the Lord continue to shower Blessings upon blessings over your life Because you understand why you are worshipping God Not because you wanted a pastor to sign your documents Some people are even in church because they want a place to be buried Oh yeah They want a place to be buried Come again They want a baptismal certificate Look, there are so many reasons why people are in church In fact, there are even pastors who are in church For the wrong reasons A pastor was transferred to a certain church in a village somewhere and then one of the first things he said, he said it in front of your tree. He said, Hey, there has said one time here you are home. Meaning he won't get anybody to bury. In his mind, it's like uh, the work of the pastor is so that he can bury people. Are you getting me? So you must understand why you are in church. And you must ask yourself, uh, Is my church the church that the name of God is on? Is the name of God on my church? Am Am I a model church member? Did I mention the title? I said the title is what? The model church. The model church. Or into brackets, The church God likes. The church God likes. Ask your neighbor, Are you the church member God likes? What did he say? Luke chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. I wonder what was doing there. The church God likes. I have four sisters, and then one of them was named, or we call her Afrasima. Afrasima. Tell, Tell somebody Afrasima. Who has heard the name before? Afrasima. So, as we are growing up, we ask, what does the name Afra Sima mean? And it is two words that have been brought together. The first word is Afra. Tell somebody Afra. I think Afra is a short form of Abofra. Oh? The tree-speaking people, isn't also Afra? Fancy Afra. Tell somebody, Abofra. Tree will be Akola is it akola or akoda eh or akra which one is it let's learn a few some is it akra akola akoda okay whatever it is so we say afra and then the second part is sima Do you know the word sima what does it mean it means the ideal ideal so The word Afrasima actually means the ideal child. The ideal child. And I believe that my parents gave this name to this lady because they were expecting her to be what? The ideal child or the model child. Are you getting me? I believe God wants us to be the ideal church. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together. The ideal church or the model church. The world, for example, likes names. The world likes what? Names. Brand names. When you see somebody wearing something, he would like to say, I don't know, maybe you are not like that, but in certain parts of the world, they, they emphasize on names. Are you getting me? They like to mention the school they went to or even the dress that they were wearing. They want to say that this is, or the perfume they were wearing, this is Paco Rabani. Yeah, Paco Rabani. Or this is Giorgio. Who has said of Giorgio before? Yeah. Or maybe Chanel 5. Or um, the shirt that they wear. They want to say this is Kelvin Klein. Who has said of Kelvin Klein before? Ah, they making me look like I'm the only person who knows some of these names. I don't bother about names. Or when they are going to buy, let's say, a gadget. They like to buy... Proper one, Toshiba or um, Sanyo uh, Sanyo, or Sony. What what, what do you want to buy? If you want to buy a television, what what, what kind of? Samsung. Once upon a time, I was in church and my pastor asked a lady, What kind of television do you want? I will never forget. She was sitting, I think, on this side. She got up and then she boldly said, Akasanuma. E! And we're even wondering whether Akasanoma was still in production. And then my father my said, are you sure? I said, yes, Akasanoma. Then my father said, what type? Then you said, black and white. He said, e! in the modern world, you are looking for Akasanoma black and white. Anyway, everybody in his own taste. So, the question that I want to ask you this morning is, does God have his name on our church? Is our church the church that God likes? It's a very important question to answer before you continue your Christian life. Is my Christianity the kind of Christianity God likes? I'll not preach for long. But let's read the scriptures very quickly and then we'll go home. I'm speaking very coolly. I hope I'm going to speak very coolly because I want you to really take note of Your expectations from God And God's expectations From you Somebody say amen What is God really expecting from me? Have you thought about it? What is God? like A young lady who goes to marry Might easily be thinking that Oh my husband is expecting this and that And realize that Your husband married you for a particular reason and because you have not identified that reason, you might be busily doing a whole lot of other things. Who understands what I'm saying? Young ladies, amen. Some young ladies, when they get married or even women, they say, oh, nowadays my husband crying even when I do my hair, she doesn't notice. Who told you it was because of your hair? Huh? Or your teeth? You can make the mistake to think... Or some people, when they're marrying, they're they, they, they thinking of other things. But there must be a reason. There's a reason why... I married my wife among many reasons. One of the reasons was that I believed I could talk with her and she could talk with me. You know, it's not everybody who can talk with. It's not everybody you can talk with. Some people, each time you talk with them, you don't get any feedback. As you talk, then all that you hear is Hee-hee! Hee-hee! who has experienced it before? Hee-hee! Look at us. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> then a parrot. a A parrot would have done the job. Look, I was saying. Oh, you are not doing it. Look, I was
0: saying.
1: What a shock! Sometimes I think we don't know what God wants. like having a boss huh and you want your boss to be happy with with you what do you think you should do to to make your boss happy with I'm talking about God being happy with us what do you think you should do How, how can you how can you know what your boss likes so that he can your boss can be happy with who can tell me Who can tell me what do you do how can you know who has a boss hey only three people have a boss. Okay, you're a boss. If you're a boss, how can you how can you make sure that your people are happy and you're also happy? What do you do? Huh? He, you ask. You have to ask. Ask about me. You don't know my boss. He's tough. He it's difficult. It's because you have not studied him. The second service people, they gave me a lot of answers. You are looking at me. Steady. You have to steady your boss. Isn't it so? They are setting bosses if you come to a meeting late. They don't mind. But if you don't come at all, it's a problem. Isn't it so? You have to know. Some bosses, if you are with them, and then you do what you want, they don't like it. They want you to follow instructions. How many of you understand what I'm saying? some bosses they expect you to communicate with them some bosses they expect you to bring receipts whenever you go and buy something who is understanding what i'm saying yeah some bosses they like you to be around when they are around and you must understand that this is what they want some bosses they don't like you to be around at certain times you must study all those things And don't say, oh, my boss is tough or is difficult and all those things. Amen. If you don't like your boss, you have to leave. Either you choose to like him or whatever, or you just leave. Because Amos 3 3 says, how can two work together except they be agreed? I'm talking about the model church. And my desire is that we can get to the point where we can say that God you can genuinely ask God a question God am I, am I the kind of church member you like because if you don't take care we will turn it around and a lot of us sometimes we come to church telling God what we want instead of finding out from God God what do you want are you getting me we want to tell God God this God I have found this woman I want to marry her by hook or by could God I must marry her have you asked God, is that really the woman that you should marry? If you say that the Lord is your God, He's the Lord of, He's, the, he's your God, He's your King, He's, he's your oboe, He's your Lord. How I many of you, Jesus, is your Lord? Oh, this sermon that I'm preaching, I don't know. The way you are looking at me is like, it's not the sermon you're expecting. Well, I also didn't come here to come and make you happy. Hmm, never, never. I don't, it's not my intention. I don't, if, if it is my intention to make you happy, I'm a very miserable pastor. Because one, I am not in commode. I am not, I am not Jaguar Joker. Are you getting me? I don't have the capacity to make anybody happy. I can only show you the source of happiness. But me, I don't. Amen. Let's read some scriptures and let's, um, see what the lord will do acts of the apostles chapter one verse six if you came with your bible turn to acts of the apostles chapter one verse six the way that the room is quiet and silent i don't know what's going on but i pray the spirit of god is speaking to someone even as i'm preaching the word of god you are asking yourself what kind of church member I, I, am I? What kind of Christian am I? Do you know there's a kind of church that God doesn't like? Have you ever thought about it before? Has it ever struck you that it's possible there's a I could easily be in a church that God doesn't like. If I, I could be a church member God doesn't like. If I can be a Christian, God is not happy with. Hey! Ah, Pastor, my God, he likes everybody. Yes. He might like everybody, but he has some preference. Peter realized it. He said of a truth. God is no respecter of persons but in every nation he that fears him and he that worketh righteousness is accepted with him. When you look at the beginning it's like God is no respecter of persons it's like oh okay it's like okay. but then the verse goes on to say that the people who fear him and the people who work righteousness they are the people who are accepted. Did you see the difference? Meaning that it gets even at a point he says some people he will spit them out. Brother Douglas, is my message too strong? I don't know. I feel that I'm saying something that... Am I preaching the word of God? Do you know what Jesus wants upon a time... Deborah, it's good to see you in church. God bless you. I see your life moving from glory to glory in Jesus' name. Amen. You don't know Deborah? Not the one on the stage. There's another Deborah. I have about five Deborahs in church. Yeah, I have about five. All the devil boys say amen. Did you hear? Yeah. <laughs> There's only one on the stage. There are about four sitting here right now. And they are all important to me. Hey! Jesus wrote a letter to some churches. And in one of the letters, he actually told them that, Look, you people, I am about to spit you out. What do you spit out? What do you spit out of your mouth? Something that you don't like. Huh? How many of you are eating? watching Would you watch? I one talk, baby? You come and meet some stone inside the rice. What do you do? Do you swallow it? Ah you spit it out. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 16, he said, because you're neither uh, whatever, hot nor cold, the King James says, I will spew you out of my mouth. May God not spew us out of his mouth. May we become a church that God likes. A church that when he sees us, he says, ah, hmm, look at someone say, ah, say, hmm, say, hmm, 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 when God sees us, may his mouth begin to water. Hey, may he say, ah, mm, ah, ah! It's like some people who like some hot cocoa. that's like ash. You see the food, say ash. Ah, when you like something, when you see it, what do you do? What do, what do you do?
0: Ash, ash. Hmm.
1: Ah! Hey! Maria Sakata Brasokotori We rebuke that disturbance in Jesus' name Can you check it physically? Acts of the Apostles chapter 1 verse 6 Let's all read from the Bible Mm, It's wonderful The disciples decided to ask Jesus a question What was the question? They were asking whether there's a changeover. Tell somebody, changeover. They were asking whether it's time to do the coup d'etat. Tell somebody, coup d'etat. Let's all read together. One, two. When they therefore were come together... They acts of him saying, "Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Wilt thou give back the kingdom? Are you making a changeover?" Hey. Devil doesn't like this message at all. I believe that horn; it is a, it is a demon that activated it. But listen to me. The disciples missed the point. They thought that Jesus had come to restore a political kingdom, because the Jews then had their own king. He was called. Um, What was his name? Herod. Herod. Different Herods came. There was Herod Antipas. And then another Herod. And unfortunately, they had allowed themselves to be governed by the Roman Empire. And the Romans brought their own kind of district chief executive or Ruler, the ruler of the Roman Empire then was Augustus when Jesus was born, was Augustus Caesar. Everybody say Augustus Caesar. You remember that it was Augustus Caesar who called for the he called for what he called for the census. God bless you. He called for the counting of names and then Mary pregnant went with Jesus and whatever. And for that particular area in Jerusalem, they had put. Governors. They had put Pontius Pilate to be in charge. So Pontius Pilate was not a Jew. He was a Roman who was in charge. And then they had appointed people like Matthew and Zacchaeus to go and be collecting tax vats and all those things. Are you, are you getting the background? Yeah. And it was like the people were suffering under a political hardship. This is not a political message. And Jesus came in Matthew chapter 4. Preaching Bible says in Matthew chapter 4 From verse 18 and 19 We saw um, Peter and Simon Casting their, their nets Into the uh, sea The Bible says for they were fishes Everybody say fishes And then he said unto them Follow me and I will make you Fishes of men And immediately the Bible says They left their nets And uh, followed him Now listen very carefully Jesus went about preaching. In Acts 10, verse 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about preaching. So that's what Jesus Christ has come to do. But unfortunately, something happened along the line, and the disciples missed the point. Everybody say the model church. Say the model church. I don't know why I'm preaching so slowly. I don't know why. Maybe it's another anointing. Maybe it's another anointing. I receive the anointing in Jesus' name. Jesus had been with the disciples for three and a half years, ministered to the people, healed, preached. Are you with me? In Mark, uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, the Bible says, and Jesus went to the cities and the synagogues preaching. Teaching and healing. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the disciples had seen all that. But still, because Jesus had been speaking about a kingdom. said, my kingdom is not of this world, etc. But for some reason, they did not understand. They thought it was a political kingdom that Jesus was bringing. So they said, would thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? In other words, are we... Say, 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 what the na? I just say Bia or kujina a eh, eh, friends eh, eh, election they say one night you were sleeping no tea and db he had a voice he said come now come now come casa yesu na walk wa, 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 eh, me say and they say Kwamna, sorry coach, coach, sorry coach, who has said it before I don't know whether it's true. I was a political candidate. So he also got up and formed a political party. Charlie, Oshuipoto. Oh, <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus was asked that question by the disciples, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Do you know what he said in verse 7? He said, it is not for you to know the times and the seasons which the father has set in his own hand or they are, it's not everything that you have to know it's not everything that you need to know, thank God it's not everything that we need to know, do you know certain things if you know it at the wrong time it can confuse you for example if you know the day you will die America and all those people unfortunately they have managed to calculate all those things so you can go to a hospital, the doctor can tell you you, you have 7 months I, don't, I really wonder whether it's a good thing because if you know, I mean, it can bring... St- a lot of things is good we don't know. Yeah, at the right time. In fact, even if you tell us, you cannot understand. Imagine calling a seven or a four-year-old girl and telling her that one day you are going to have a child. You say like One day your stomach will become big. A three-year-old child, four-year-old your stomach will become big. And then a child will be inside. Say, eh, a child will be inside my stomach. Hey, you will confuse the child. Are you getting what I'm saying? I can't say much because the way you are looking at me, you don't understand. I wish I could say more, but my mother is here, so I can't say certain things. So certain things, it's not important for you to know before your time. Are you getting me? But what you must do is that the things that you know. Someone say the things I know. So the things you know, you must begin to run with it. Because heaven is going to be a very interesting place. Heaven will not be a place where there will be a lot of time for explanations and discussions and words and all those. Heaven will look at your fruits. Your motives will be looked, and then your fruits will also be looked. Are you getting me? They will look. God will just look. When you appear, they will just look. What is your fruit? It's not now that you are coming to make explanation. We are seeing now. <in> we are seeing <Spanish> now. We are seeing now. We are seeing them there. It's a time. I sent you into this world to use all your time to face people It's too late It is our fruits That's why I'm preaching this message this is, I believe this is the most important message I've ever preached in my life Oh yes About the model church The kind of church that God is looking at The kind of church that God expects When God looks at us It's, it's, it's his name on the church what is God expecting from us? God, we have made the church look like just a few people on the front, or just people who sit on the stage, or people who are doing things in the church. It's like they are at the church. And to the point that sometimes a demon can even whisper to us that you know something, the church, they don't like you, so move out. Move out to a place that they like you and a place that they appreciate you. Do you know why you can respond to something like that? Because you have not come to understand who is the church or what the church is there for or why you are even in church. We have a problem with knowing who we are. That's why I'm preaching this message so that by the time I finish this message, if I continue next week, praise God, we will know what what kind of church that God is looking at when he sees us. I remember he said, I'm coming for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Is that the kind of church God? Well, if God were to arrive today, would he see the kind of church that he's expecting? In Luke chapter 18, there's a story about a woman who was praying, and the, it talks about prayer. And he spake unto them a parable saying that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Then they said, In a town, there was a woman and a judge. The judge, he feared not God. He didn't regard man. The woman started praying, praying, praying. The Bible says, and Jesus said, when the Son of Man cometh, would he find such faith on earth? That would he come and find people with faith? People say they have faith. And if they have faith, what are they doing with it? People talk about faith and they talk about the power of God. Faith is the power of God. Everybody say the power of God. When they talk about the power of God, they are relating it to the ability, let's say, to buy a car. Pastor, is that not the power of God? Yes, it's the power of God. But if so, an unbeliever, can't he also buy a car? So what's the difference between a Christian and an unbeliever if all the difference we are trying to look is somebody who can buy a car? Are there not unbelievers who are buying a car Are there not unbelievers who have married? If all your Christianity is that, Lord, that I can marry. Oh, Lord, that I can marry. Then what's the difference between you and the unbeliever? Because the unbeliever is also marrying, the unbeliever is also buying a car. How many of you have seen an unbeliever driving a BMW before? An unbeliever driving a BMW. You also want to drive a BMW. Then what is the difference? There must be something that sets us apart. The Bible says in John chapter one verse four and five. The Bible says that it is our motto. Is it also that we may be a shining light to the nations? It says in verse four. It says, "For the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness could not comprehend it." When our unbeliever stands here and a believer stands here, what should be the distinction? What should separate? the believer from the unbeliever. Is it the fact that the unbeliever has a car and then the believer doesn't have a car? Because all of them can have cars. Church, the way you are quiet, I don't know. I'm asking you to examine certain core values that you have had in your life concerning what it means to be a Christian. Did I get born again so that I could just have a good wedding in a church? Did I get born again so that I could just have nice clothes? Did I get born again so that I could buy a watch? I could buy a watch. Is it because of a watch that you got born again? Can I give you my watch so that you can satisfy that condition? I can go without watches. So I'm walking in the house and I say, hey, I have this watch. Then I, I've had a watch for a long time. I didn't even know because I have not make items and things the standard for my Christianity. Some people look at pastors and they, ju- they assess the pastor by his suit. When did God become a suit? They say God is with the pastor when the pastor is wearing designer shoes. When did God become a designer shoe? When did God become a nice building? Oh, the church, haha, God is with them. Can't you see their nice building? When, when did God become concrete? He, then it means as we break, give me a chisel and a hammer quickly, chisel and hammer, we are breaking God, hey, then as we are breaking, we are breaking God if God is the building, then anytime we are, we are doing then we are we are breaking God is, is God, is God the building is God the building, ask somebody, is God the building hey bring the, bring the, I come and break a piece of God away Everybody, tonight, it takes a piece of God away. Do you know how to use these things? You can try. Everybody, they, God is the building. God is the building. Is it not so? Do you agree? God is the building. So, we are breaking God. Who wants some? Who wants some of God? Who wants some of God? Have you broken some? Break this one. Break, 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 break this part of God. Yes. Break, break, break. Like, okay, uh huh. Who? I've broken a piece of God. Who wants? Who wants? This is a piece of God. Because God is the building. God is the building. God is a building. If God is a building, ha, I've thrown God away. Do you see how fallacious and how how unreasonable it might sound when we equate God to certain things? Can I speak to somebody? It is not for you to know the times or the seasons. You can sit down, say, Sit right here. I'll call you again. To take a piece of God. It is not for you to know the times or the season which the Father has set in his own hand. Now verse 8. I have 8 minutes more. Hey! This message is supposed to help you to get up from your seat and begin to be the kind of church member God wants you to be. Ah! It's a good place to put your hands together. You play keyboard, so you are a model church member. When the pastor sees you, he should bow. Oh, hail praise, praise the keyboardist. We worship you, be thou exalted, because he plays the keyboardist. So he's now God. Maria, that's why if you understand who God is, you don't even need a keyboardist to worship God. You are important, I'm not saying you are not important But if you understand Who God is, how you are in church Bible say where two or three are gathered, there he is with them Matthew 18 Are you listening to what I'm saying? If you understand these things, you might not even You would overlook Even at a whole lot of things And then you'll be able to worship God in spirit and in truth Can I read verse 8 For you But And this is the part a lot of us have missed Sometimes we think that the sign of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. Today, I came to turn it the other way around. The sign that the Holy Spirit is upon you, the sign that the name of God is upon us, the sign that the power of God is upon us, is not just speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues is the second thing. But the first thing, according to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, this is not my words. I haven't written any part of the Bible before. The only Bible, the only part of the Bible I've written is when I write my notes inside. From when I wrote my name, Samuel Sawyer. That's the only writing that I have in the Bible. And then my notes. Are you listening to me? Read with me all of you. One, two. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Pause. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, what happens? power comes. Someone say power. And today, we are looking for power. I know we are looking for power because it's all over the place. Pastors are looking for power. There are fetish priests who can boldly say that pastors come to them for power. Who has said it before? Yeah! And there are pastors who are looking for power. There are pastors who are looking for demonic power so that their church can grow. That's why they make movies out of it. I have listed. I've heard on radio at least two pastors who offer power. They offer lotto numbers. Two are two different radio stations. They said, "I'll give you two numbers. Too sure." And they say they are pastors. And you hear them screaming. They say, says, here. do three. Nine, eight one three nine one nine one, zelo two zero. zelo." 810 91 91 Who has said it before? Hey. And the energy with which they are saying Zelo to Zelo 8 1, hey. Say, hey. and people are paying. And I wonder that these people, as they are preaching, what am I also doing? And they are offering solutions. They are offering Pastor be there or say media When you come to me, it is not go and come, go and come. Instant. Instant, And I ask myself, where is the word of God? Where is the word of patience? Where is patience? When the Bible says patience, patience. James 1, the Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials. For the trying of your faith worketh patience. Where is patience? And say, let patience have a perfect work. That you may be perfect and ah, wanting nothing. Where is patience when people are saying, come for instant miracle? Where is character building? Where is perseverance? Where is endurance? Where is the ability to wait on the Lord? When you say wait on the Lord, where is it? You shall receive. People are looking for power but how many of you are where people are looking for power? Tune in the radio station, na 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 na. Tune in television, na 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 na. You hear adverts. I'm not against anybody's medicine, but I have heard this advert too often. Joy, daddy, bitters. Joy. The other one, I, I can't say it. I don't know whether. Who has said? I just confirmed that what I know. There's a joy that debates and the joy other one. I don't know. They should censor them. How many believe they should censor them? They should censor. They should not allow some of this preaching. The joy, that people are going for power. Statistics have shown that Ghana Ghana men are going for aphrodisiacs. Anybody who is chewing gum, I'm not against you. But now you see a lot of young men all chewing something. Chewing, they are chewing some roots. Who has seen it before? root tree, this tree, this. You can make a lot of money if you just diner. Yeah, we can, can make business. So. All that we need is to just go and get some <laughs> tree or something. Yeah. And then just also go around saying that look, this thing when you chew it, it can give you power. Yeah. Because it's like we have come to accept a lot of these things. Haven't you seen it for some of them they come from Chad and from Mali and then they are walking around. Etc., etc. Because men are looking for power. Christians among them. Christians who have sat in church and have heard this verse before. They have heard, You shall receive power. For some reason, they have forgotten the source of power. For some reason, they don't know that the Holy Spirit is the source of power. Prince, you, are, you, 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 you work in the pharmacy, isn't it? Don't people come looking for power? Hey, help me to preach don't they come and put the hands together for Prince. He's a good guy. Yeah! People come looking for power. What kind of power? <laughs> what all did they ask for? Viagra. Viagra! Hey! I have a pharmacist friend and she was telling me a story. Say once a man came asking for Viagra and then she sold and they were there. And then... The man said, can I have some water? (laughs) I asked her, can I have some water? My friend said, "Eh, there's no water. And I asked her, why? She said, (laughs) share. You have come to my shop and you want to take this medicine here. She said, no, no, I don't have water. (laughs) If it was maybe paracetamol, she would have had water. No, but I want you to know that you see, there's nothing wrong with looking for a certain kind of power. But what about if you have the power already and you are not utilizing it? That's a shame, isn't it? Also, you have the power. Tell somebody you got the power. And a lot of Christians, we have the power. This message, I'll preach it till we can begin to realize it. You can put your hands together. I'll preach it. Because too many Christians walk in fear. Too many Christians walk as though God did not send Jesus. That's why the unbelievers, the Muslims and the Buddhists, they seem to even have more power. They seem to be even be more bold about the things that they are doing. They seem to be, they seem to be more strong. You can sit down and say, I can tell you something right now that will shock you. The unbelievers... They seem to be doing things. It's like Christians, oh, we, uh, nothing, it's, it's okay. It's like just, if we can just go to church and appear in church and wear Sunday nights and just come, sing one or two cool songs and that is um, worship and then one or two fast songs and then that is praise and then do like we are giving some offering and then walk around small, say the usual words. What are some of the words the Christians say? Give me, give me some of the terminologies. Hallelujah. Praise. Praise the Lord. Oh, blessings. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, forgive. Oh, mercy. Oh, goodness and mercy. Oh, God. Give me some other Christian terminologies, please. Huh? You are blessed. You are blessed. God is good. All the time. God is good. Hey! And that's all. And that's all to our Christianity. And when we get out of church, hey Charlie, wait till they go on tonight. As we walk out of church, I don't want to mention certain things. I don't even want your mind to go on certain things. I want your mind to be on the fact that the church or the model church that God likes, they preach the word of God. They preach the word of God. Why do I say they preach the word of God? Because it is the church that the Holy Spirit is upon them. But ye shall. Pastor Mami, I'm not a preacher. Pastor Mami, the way you look at me, you think I can say something. No, 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 I don't know how to say anything. But preaching is only for the people in front, it's for pastors and things. Who told you? Who told you that preaching is for pastors and things? But ye shall receive power. Jesus was speaking to all the disciples. Jesus was speaking to what? The, quickly quickly go to Mark 16 15 let's read that one and we'll come back here we're ending on this one the other verses that I said you should read I've already said it I believe after Revelation chapter 3 verse 18 I believe mr. mr Hayford are you a Christian are you a Christian or you are thinking about it the sign of our Christianity is not the cross that we wear it's not a cross Anybody can wear a cross. Even unbelievers, they wear crosses. Bigger ones. The 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 bigger the cross, the more unbeliever the person is. A lot of times. yeah, Because he wants to console himself. Mark 16 verse 15. Jesus said unto them, Go ye into what? All the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Lighthouse Chapel, Rose of Sharon must become a church noted for preaching the word of God. Wherever we are, whether we sell Kenke, whether we are in the shop, whether we drive, anybody that we come into contact with must begin to feel that, hey, these are people that are different. They must begin to feel the word of God. We must push the word of God into their noses. We must make a platform and preach the word of God. We must create opportunities when you sit on a trotter, when you sit on a bus, when somebody comes into your office, when you go to an office. Find a way to preach the Word. Share the Word of God. Say something about it because it's an evidence of the power of God upon your life. Can I hear amen? It is an evidence of the power of God upon your life. You can't tell me you are born again. You can't tell me that you are a Christian. You can't tell me that the Holy Spirit is upon you. If you are not preaching the word of God Acts chapter 1 verse 8, let's go back I'm looking for a time I'll be able to preach the word of God In different corners and different places Because then I can say Confidently That the Holy Spirit is upon me Other than that I'm joking Pastor, but I thought that the preaching was for the crusade team Shia Crusade team Who appointed the crusade team? Why should they allocate themselves that prerogative? They're the only people who can have the power of the Holy Spirit upon themselves. It's because me, the pastor, I don't preach the way I'm preaching. I make it look like it's just those in front who can preach. I make it look like it's only those those who are in the evangelism crusade, they are the only people who are supposed to have the Holy Spirit upon themselves. Can we finish the reading? Where were we reading? Acts chapter 1. Verse 8. Can we finish the reading? Are you there? Oh, I said, are you there? But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And what shall happen? And what shall happen? And we shall sit in church and play games. Ampe. And we shall, we shall, we shall be what? We shall be what? Go round to five witnesses and tell the person, You shall be a witness. Go to five people. Tell, You shall be a witness. Tell the person, If the Holy Ghost is upon you, if the Holy Ghost is upon you, if the Holy Ghost is upon you, you shall be a witness. You shall be a witness of Jesus. If the Holy Ghost is upon you, you shall be a witness. A witness. A messenger of Christ. A messenger of Christ. A messenger of Christ. A witness. A witness. A witness. A witness. witness. Church of God. I can feel something in my spirit. I say, I can feel something in my spirit. From this day, we are going to be witnesses. For far too long, we have allowed the power of the Holy Spirit to be to be restricted to tongues. If you can speak in tongues, then it's like you have you have the Holy Spirit. No, no. From today, if you can witness, I said, if you can witness, then you have the Holy Spirit. I said, if you can share the word and everybody has an opportunity to share the word sometimes we imagine the devil makes us imagine big big things uh, sharing the word means I'm wearing a collar or sharing means i have going to stand at some place and then I'm saying oh hallelujah praise the Lord and uh, sometimes somebody just sitting next to you sometimes in the office Somebody is just there. Let your light so shine that men will see and give glory to God. Let your light so shine that men will see. Pastor, Pastor what about if I have problems? What about if I have problems? I need to add this one. We will, we will still close on time. Acts chapter 8. Because for some of you, the Lord just told me that, Pastor, I, mean, I have problems. When I finish solving my problems, then I can preach. When you finish solving your problem, then you can do what God says you should do. So you have decided that God, this is, this is what you like, but me, I want to do something else. Can you call yourself a model, a model church? Afrasima, ideal child, when you don't do what your father wants you to do? When you don't do what your father wants you to do? When you do something else? Acts chapter 8. This is when the church had been persecuted by a man called Saul. I'm just closing. There's somebody there called Philip. I want you to see. Philip. Everybody say Philip. Philip was not. He was not an apostle. He was not a, a, a prophet. He was not. He was just an ordinary guy in the church who had been asked to share food. He was a. He was a dining dining pre- hall prophet. He was just an ordinary welfare person. Just somebody who was sharing food. We don't have much time to go into it. In Acts 6 verse four. Peter said that we let us appoint men over this business, but we shall give ourselves to prayer. And the Bible said they chose Stephen, they chose Peter, they chose Nicanor, they chose uh, uh, Philip. Sorry, listen in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 8. Let's read verse 1. Let's read verse 1. I don't know why he went to verse 12. Verse 1 Saul was consenting unto his death. Are you there? This was when Stephen, the first matah, the first person who was killed for the gospel's sake, was killed, Stephen. And there was a man called Saul, who later became Paul. He agreed. Now listen, the Bible says, And Saul was consenting to his death. Now the next sentence says, At that time, there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem. And they were scattered abroad. Everybody say Persecution. That word persecution stands for trouble. It stands for tribulation. Acts 14, verse 22, it says that through much tribulation we must enter into the kingdom of God. Don't think that tribulation is not part, persecution is not part of Christianity. John 16, it says that we will have trouble in the world, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Everybody say trouble. Everybody say persecution. Everybody say Wahala. God is expecting you in the midst of your wahala to do something, and I'll show it to you in the next few seconds. Anybody who says, I have problems, I have issues, I have this, I have school fees, I have this, I have that, I have that, pastor, you don't understand my situation, I cannot be a model church member because I'm I have some issues that I'm handling, I have some one or two debts I have to sort out, I don't have time. Oh, baby, 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 God is looking at you and saying, wow, look, wow look and they they call themselves Christians a great persecution against the church look at verse 2 Bible said they were scattered look at verse 2 can we go to verse 2 let me go into my Bible devout men carried Stephen to his burial and great lamentation came over him this is crying everyone say crying you might be crying but God expects you to do something Are you getting me? Verse 4. Come with me. Are you coming with me? Was there persecution? Was the church scattered? Meaning some of them became refugees. They didn't have a home. You are here, you have accommodation problems. Lift up your hand, let me see. Lift up your hand, you have accommodation. Father, solve accommodation problems in this church in Jesus' name. They had accommodation problems. They were scattered. The Bible says in verse 3, And Saul wreaked havoc. Don't open there, but it's in the Bible. Saul, he did what? He made a havoc of the church. Havoc means destruction. Now look at verse 4. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad, they went to sit somewhere and began to cry. Therefore, they that were scattered abroad, they were preaching the word of God. Went everywhere
0: preaching the word of God.
1: Isn't it not the people who had, who had, who had been persecuted? You know the people who had accommodation problems? Isn't it not who people who, 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 who were lamenting? But the word was so much in them because the Holy Spirit was upon them that wherever they went, they carried the word. May you carry the word wherever you go in the midst of all the Nkwandanda, in the midst of all the Wahala, carry the word. Carry the word. Carry the word. They went everywhere preaching the word. Look at verse 8. And the Bible says, and there was great joy in the city. Church of God. You can put your hands together. The solution to a lot of our problems if we can preach the word of God when there's no joy in the city it's because Christians are not preaching the word of God because we had lamentations when Stephen was dead but verse 8 and there was great joy in the city is there depression in La is there depression, is there sorrow is there sorrow It's because we are not preaching the word of God. It's because we are not preaching the word of God. We carry the good news. We carry the message of salvation. We carry the message of hope. We we carry the message of God. We carry God himself. Not a building. Not a shoe. Not a watch. Not a nice hairdo. But we carry the Holy Spirit himself. Can we preach the word of God? Can we become a model church? A model church member? Some of the problems will begin to run away. Some of the problems, they will just begin to die. The problems that we have if we carry the word of God. This week, let it become part of you. As you see somebody, you are buying bread. As you give the money and the person says, then you also say, then you also say, As you say some of these things, you are preaching. Are you getting me? You don't need a crusade platform, you don't need a pulpit. As you share what you have, you are saying that the Holy Spirit is upon your life. Stand to your feet, put your hands together as we close. I want you to pray for yourself. Pray for the grace to preach the Word of God.
0: We hope you have enjoyed this message. For copies of this message and other messages by Reverend Samuel Sawyer, please contact the following number 0243-210-323. 0274 140073 0242 262 694. If you are calling from outside Ghana, please begin with 00233 and email us at yahoo.com We invite you to visit us every Sunday morning at the LCI Rose of Sharon Cathedral La, former Olympia Cinema, at 6 30 AM, 8 30 AM and 1030 AM. Our youth and children's service also come on at 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. On Thursday evenings, we meet from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. God bless you.